everyone. Mika, are you fine for this to be recorded? Yep. All right, lovely. So we'll go ahead and move on to our next session for today. Okay, and again, this is brought to you by Top Virtual Staffing Solutions. Feel free to go ahead and reach out to us at any of the information here. So there's a few slides here in the first few minutes. We'll just skip through them because those are explained on session six, wherein we discuss critical thinking, and I'll constantly remind everyone of that as we proceed. Right. So for today, we will always uh, review, a journal review, and the expression and working with fear. Last time was with anger, this time would, would be with fear. Okay. And then as always, we will do journal, willpower, growth mindset as a way to go ahead and wrap things up in working with fear. And as I mentioned, in terms of session six, wherein we discuss the psychology of stress, the third part, uh, we discuss critical and scientific thinking, as well as higher order thinking, as well as metacognition. So the next few slides, if you wanna learn more about them, feel free to go ahead and watch that video. All right, so we'll skip through these. Uh, disclaimer, as always, just be aware of that. Always with ground rules. If you want to learn about my background, that's what we have. What we do here for uh, TVSS, okay? And then why we're calling it the strength through stress instead of stress management. We also discuss it there. Are we providing this free? We've discussed it uh, on that video. Okay, but this one I'm going to go ahead and highlight a little bit more because every session we highlight a specific nonprofit organization and this, for this specific session we're doing success in style. So feel free to donate to worthwhile causes locally or globally, wherever you are, okay? And you want to go ahead and, uh, yeah, and for today's session we want to highlight success in style. Uh, they go ahead and provide uh, suits for people needing one. I know it's kind of weird right now with the pandemic and sort of closing down, but as things are continuing to slowly open up, hopefully carefully and hopefully things go well, that uh, if people would need these, feel free to go ahead and donate to them. Now, with all of the organizations, the nonprofit organizations that we're helping, if you want to go ahead and donate to them equally, feel free to go to GoFundMe page and uh, also for us to be able to continue this initiative here. All right, and speaking of initiatives, we have free virtual town hall sessions. So feel free to learn more about COVID-19, uh, but obviously things changed so fast. This was recorded about two weeks ago. All right. And again, if you have questions, feel free to go ahead and ask us. Okay, on that note, Miko, is there anything that you want to ask? No? Okay. So in our last session, we talk about self-talk. So what are the things that you tell yourself? Well, that you're willing to share it to the world? 
sometimes when I can't do something. I, after that sentence, I say, yet. If you can't do anything yet. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful, okay. So that's one way for you to maintain a realistic or positive self-talk, correct? All right, wonderful. And then is there an, a specific negative self-talk or unhelpful self-talk that you tell yourself that you're willing to share to the world? What do you tell yourself that's not necessarily good or helpful or even realistic? It's... Uh, yeah. Let me think. Okay. Well, how I modify it is I think of school in third grade. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite grade, I guess. Okay. So we did a lot of things on the power of yet. And one was the power of the Yeti. The power of Yet? Yes, but okay. we turned it into a Yeti. Sounds good. So if there's anything that we can't do or we can't understand, all we have to do is Yet because we just need time for us to be able to learn things. And that is really good because that's what we will talk about in the next slide or two here. Wonderful. All right, so will power in terms of having the problem of two minds regarding the impulsive self and self-control, okay? Wherein you have these unconscious desires that you just want to do this thing <laughs> versus you control and manage yourself. So uh, what can you share about this? What's one thing wherein, ah, you know, I just want to go ahead and do this and, and I'm not going to control whatever it is that I'm going to do next. That would be... It's kind of like me in Scrabble. Okay. I'm relating this to Scrabble. One, I'm just so really desperate getting a bingo. Uh-huh. It, but, but, and then I get a bingo, and then I'm so relieved, and then I forgot about the board. So and you forgot about the what? The board. What was on the board? I forgot how to, uh, where to put on the board. Okay. So, so what? What is the impulse there? It's. I just really wanted something, but I. It's kind of double-crossed or something. I'm, I'm not sure how to say it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, let me help you a little bit. So, for example, with your Zoomies. <laughs> Is that an impulse? Impulsive self that you just want to fidget around? Yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> Versus self-control that, okay, I'm not going to fidget around. Does that make sense? Yep. All right. So that's the impulsive self that you just want to go ahead and move around a little bit. 
uh, when you're when you're in your computer or doing something, you just want to move around, okay? And self-control is that, okay, just sit properly and just focus on whatever it is that you're doing. And I know you're focused on whatever you're learning, right? But the self-control of, okay, I just need to get these zoomies out <laughs> while I'm learning, correct? Yep. Okay. All right. Good. And speaking of learning, how are you continuously learning? And that's, again, where the power of yet is. Uh, because it takes time. It takes for us to go ahead and sleep, for our mind to consolidate the information that we're learning. So, and that is why it's important for us to go ahead and learn and continuously grow. Okay? So, care to explain why is learning important through and regarding strength through stress? Survival. Huh? Survival. Survival. <laughs> as basic as that, right? And you know what? In terms of survival, that's what we'll be talking right now in the next few slides here. So, all right. Great review. Okay. Oh, I think uh, I missed to skip that. I have to go ahead and delete that. All right. Let's move on to critical thinking. And this is one way to go ahead and review things. All right, do you remember these intellectual standards? We must apply it to elements of reasoning in order to develop intellectual traits. Oh. Do you remember, do you remember these things? Yeah. Okay, and every session, this is what we will do. This is, this is, a, this is a slide that we will do as well as part of the review to to review the last time the last session and as we move forward it would be good for us to think about these things so is there anything relevant regarding the emotion of anger in the last session is there anything that you want to dive deeper a little bit more or have a different perspective and what when it comes Mm -hmm. <clears throat> when it comes to zoomies, I get angry. I'm an exploder because I can't. Because you get dizzy all the time. It's so annoying. <laughs> okay. I mean, like I said, if I don't get dizzy and if you're just fidgeting around and I know you're learning, I'm fine with it. But it's just that if you're moving around so much and now I get dizzy, you know, I, yeah, my head you're hurts. Not learning. The what? I'm sorry? You're not learning. Then I'm not learning. <laughs> okay, then you kind of, you said you explode because you can't control yourself? Yes. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's okay. E eventually, your prefrontal cortex would be able to control that and not move as much anymore. So that's completely fine. Eventually, you will get there. So that's where the power of yet will come in. Okay. And that's a really good way of applying. And that's the next one. What do you want to create? What do you want to evaluate? What do you want to apply? And for today's session, always start thinking, how is it that I can create things right now? I have what I'm learning. Do you remember these things? No, I just, I, I have a request real quick. Go ahead. What does it say on the top? I can't see on the... Oh, is it not clear? 
Yeah. Okay, higher order of thinking, scientific mm -hmm. thinking, and metacognition. I'll make this a little bit bigger next time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So remember, in terms of scientific, what problem do you identify and you need to develop a hypothesis to test, right? Yep. So for example, with your zoomies, if that's a problem, I mean, again, it's not an extreme problem. For me, it's just become a problem because if you're around me and you're zooming around, <laughs> yeah. I get dizzy. But what, what is it that we can, what hypotheses can we develop and we can test? For the zoomies, I don't know. You don't know? Okay, we'll work on it. So we don't have an answer to it yet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. All right. So is there any level of awareness that you uh, thought about with the last session and then you'll continue to use that, you'll continue to practice that in our session today? Anything? Done? Okay. And then, uh, all right. So let's see here. Okay. So again, try to go ahead and think what you can apply, analyze, and create with from the previous lesson to to today's session and moving forward. So so every session we're go always going to review these things in relation to the previous class and today's class, okay? okay. Good. All right, wonderful. Okay. All right. I need to uh, delete some slides, some some for I thought I've already deleted them. All right, so let's move on to the emotion of fear. What are these? I have no idea. They look like bats with weird helmets. Oh, they are bats. <laughs> they are bats, yes. Oh! Speaking of fear, phobias. Okay. What about? Phobia. Yes. You're okay. Something. You're just sharing it. Yeah. So it's an extreme fear, right? Yep. Okay. Why do you think I've used Bats is an example regarding rational versus irrational fear. Do you know what rational means? No, but before you tell me what that is, imagine us being the supervillain and Batman. Exactly, and that's something I'm going to discuss a little bit more about. That's one of the main points why I used bats as an example. So... For him, as a young Bruce Wayne, he was scared of bats and he thought that if he used that analogy, he's going to be able to scare his, the villains that he's uh, dealing with, correct? Okay. Now, if you're a young kid, is it, oh, okay, do you know what rational is? What, what's, what's your, how, how can you deduce what rational is? You think you know what would that be? Well, I know the root word, but I don't know what the root word is. Okay, that's fine. All right, it's being reasonable or not reasonable. Okay. All right, 
So for a, for a young Bruce Wayne, if you have fear of bats, do you think that's rather reasonable or not reasonable? Mm, I'm not sure. I well, you're a kid. You're about the same age as him. And for some reason, if you're scared, if you are scared and I am scared of bats, do you think that's being reasonable or not? If, if, I'm, if I'm scared of bats, if I'm seeing this and I'm like, oh, bats on the videos, I'm scared. Do you think that's being reasonable? Maybe. That's being reasonable if I'm scared of this? Well, no. It's not, right? Because it's just a video. Yeah. Right? I was thinking of, as in a camera you were taking a video of bats. Okay. I was going to say something, but I forgot. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so with rational versus irrational fears, or being reasonable or not reasonable, is that for a kid to be scared of bats, that, that can, we can understand that, correct? Oh. Right? It's I remember rather understandable, right? I remember what I was going to say. Go ahead. The only thing I don't like about bats are, are its droppings. Wait, what about their guano? <laughs> I don't like it. It's just ugh, any type of it. Well, any, any type of guano from any other animal. Exactly. Unless if you're a dung beetle. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah, we heard that in the documentary. So, uh, uh, as, as we digress a little bit here more, is that, so what do you call the dung of dung beetle? Dung beetle dung? <laughs> and and is there a type of dung beetle that eats the dung beetle's dung? Wait, what? <laughs> the dung of the dung? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, well, let's go back to this in terms of being reasonable. So if, it's a, if a kid is scared of bats, that's rather reasonable, right? But for an adult like me, if I see bats around and me being super scared about it, it could be more of the not reasonable type. Right? Or it's bat phobia, or whatever you call it. Unless if you have phobia, then that's a whole different story, of course, yes. Okay? Now, here's the other deal. The re other reason why I chose bats as an example for this is because uh, it seems like the way we were able to acquire COVID-19 is that this is a virus from bats that jumped into us human beings and... And then now we have these respiratory problems because of this, correct? Yes. Okay. So if I see a bat flying around, am I also all of a sudden thinking about COVID-19? Maybe. Maybe. But is that realistic? Could be. Hmm? I'm not sure. If, I just, if they just fly around, they're going to go to a nectar or whatever, whatever it is that they eat. Or fruit. Oh my gosh. They eat 
bugs like Spider-Man. <laughs> well, Spider-Man. Yeah, they eat bugs, they eat insects. So if they're doing their day nightly routine of just eating whatever it is that they eat and I see them around, flying around, am I going to be super scared about them? Or that's impossible? You could be. Could be, yes. But that's the thing. Bats have been flying around all over us and dropping guanos all over, you know, Mom, wherever they are. We've been alive. We've been alive. There's no such thing as COVID-19. But when we got really, really super close with bats, and that's how it seems like wherein we, we, when we start consuming them and we're not preparing the bats properly, and that's when it jumped to us human beings, correct? Yep. Okay. So if you're not eating them, should we have an extreme fear about them? Should we st stop walking at night? No. No. All right. So in terms of rational or irrational fear, that's what we need to go ahead and think about. All right. Because if I'm all of a sudden going to be scared of bats because of COVID-19, it won't make sense. Unless if I'm holding a bat, petting a bat, and then going to eat it. <laughs> all right. So I'm not, then, then yes. Then if when it comes to that, then yes. And then maybe the only reasonable that I would be scared of bats if they have rabies. Oh, yes. Okay. So that, that is a legitimate fear. Correct? Yep. That oh. they have rabies. So these remind me of Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> yes. When Calvin tried to trick his mom and dad and of him having rabies, but but it was really just his toothpaste. Yeah, when his mouth is bubbly. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. So going back to this, uh yeah. All right, does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Uh, but in overall, are bats helpful to our environment? It depends. If you're talking about eating bugs, well, kind of is, because- For the most part. Oh, for the most in terms of bats being important to our ecology? I'm not sure, actually. If we eliminate bats, do you think the world would be better? Or bats is critical for our ecosystem? I think bats are critical because they eat the, they eat bugs. So we don't have as much in the world. Exactly. Bugs, insects, and then I believe they also help cross-pollinate plants. Oh, they do? Yeah, because when they're going from tree to tree, just like where they are right now, and then some of these pollens attach to them and they fly around. So in terms of pollination, that is critical too. I get it, okay. All right. So overall, bats are critical to our ecosystem. So for me to be extremely scared of them, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. For a young kid, yeah, I would understand that. But 
as we grow older, we understand they are important to our lives in one shape or form. And it's unfortunate that wherein we got way too close to them, that, that human beings are consuming them or being sold in markets and so on and so forth, and we were not preparing them properly. And hence, we have this issue. Okay? Does that make sense? Yep. So that's the difference between rational versus irrational fear. Cool? Yep. All right. Okay, so speaking of fear, warranted versus unwarranted. Do you know what the difference between the two is? Go ahead. I, I just want to say something before that. Go ahead. You used warrant and scrabble. Yes, I did. <laughs> it, was, it was a bingo, and then I was able to add ED to uh, do a double word score. Yeah. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right, on that note, do you know what it means? Would you be able to explain that to me? It's a... Well, it's kind of... I know exactly what I mean. I know... I know... Ugh, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Warranted, it means that... It's something that should be legit legitimately be considered. So should we be legitimately be considered with COVID-19? Or we go ahead and walk around and say it's a hoax? Illegitimate with COVID-19. It is legitimate, right? Because first, there's no vaccine yet. Number two, there's no cure on this at this point whenever we're recording this, right? And when we're talking about this, there's, these are scientists and medical researchers and medical professionals telling us these things, correct? Yep. Okay. So, and, and that is why we, and, and with the town virtual, the virtual town hall that I mentioned earlier, that's what Dr. Zhu identified. That right now, those are the key things. So, yes, we need to be legitimately concerned about this. But are we going to be super concerned to the point that we just put ourselves in a bubble and we don't do anything else anymore? No. No. So we need to go ahead and continue to be careful, such as when we're outside, we're wearing face covering so that transmission is limited. And then at the same time, always washing your hands and all of these, what scientists say, correct? Yep. Okay. And you still need to exercise, of course. Yes, we still need to be active as long as we are keeping distance from other people and the likes. So this is where warranted versus unwarranted will come into play. All right. More about anxiety. Is it possible that people will develop being anxious about COVID-19? What do you think? I don't, I mean, maybe. If maybe, right? When we feel uneasy about this, but the way for us to be more secure about this is we read and learn from scientific evidence, correct? Yep. 
All right. That we listen to the scientists on this matter so we would feel more secure with how we are going to go about our daily lives. Worry. Of course, we will all worry about this, correct? Yep. Okay. So if we worry about this, what can you go ahead and say? I mean, is this something that, remember when we discussed worrying and okay. the what? In psychology of stress? <clears throat> yes. Yes. All right. So what's the difference between worrying and planning with caution? You remember? Not. No. No? Okay. With worrying is that you're just worrying and not doing anything. There's no plan of action. Okay. But a healthy type of worrying is wherein you're concerned about COVID-19, but your plan is how are you going to address X, Y, and Z? Correct? Yep. Okay. How about doubt? There are people thinking that this is nothing but a hoax. Do you think that's a smart thing to do? No. No. Unless if they have scientific evidence to go ahead and say, there's no such thing as COVID-19. Right? And that would be great if you can provide us scientific evidence, scientific proof that there's no such thing. Then of course that would be great. But other than that, I'm going to listen to the scientists. Correct? Yep. All right. How about paranoia? As I mentioned earlier, am I going to be paranoid and not do anything else anymore? Or we continue to do things in a healthy manner, again, based on science, right? That's what we need to do. Yep. Okay. And then if somebody is uh, has uh, got COVID-19, and hopefully they got better. Are we going to be embarrassed about this? Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Well, if we are being reckless, if we are licking doorknobs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> If we're licking doorknobs, then yeah, you should be embarrassed. But let's say, for example, for essential workers out there, people in grocery stores, uh, people delivering, uh, working in hospitals, and if, if they get COVID-19, should they be embarrassed? No. No. Okay. So if you're doing nonsense stuff, then yeah, you should be embarrassed of yourself. But other than that, no. Okay. All right. Next, regarding fear, fear of failure. So uh, when I ask you, hey, Miko, why, why don't you prepare for college and we'll go ahead and take an exam regarding this. There you go. You hit your head. <laughs> Is that fear of failure? It kind of. Kind of? Okay. So... Just think about that, if it's reasonable or not reasonable, if it's warranted or not, okay? So something to think about. Next is rejection. 
So we're missing the CV here of Ethan Hunt. What? Do you remember Ethan Hunt? Who's that? What? You don't remember Ethan Hunt? Oh! <laughs> Because we have a fictional character here, James Bond, right? Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, fear of rejection, especially right now. Again, people lose, miss, uh, have lost jobs, and then now they're trying to go ahead and apply, and they feel like they're going to be rejected with many positions. And this is a, this is a challenging thing to do or have. Okay? All right. So fear of rejection, that's one thing. Next is fear of the unknown. You don't know who this person is, right? And then with some people being concerned with COVID-19, is that when people are wearing masks, we don't know who people are. <laughs> and, and with that, yeah, we're, we're concerned about that. So, uh, some people have already identified. How can we make a see-through mask? If that could be done. Face shield. <laughs> right? But the face shield is not covering enough. So a face shield that, I don't know. So just again, just trying to figure things out. But that's the next fear, the fear of the unknown. The next one would be fear of death. So... The mortality rate of COVID-19 is a little bit higher than your typical flu. Because first, it's not <clears throat> it's not flu, okay? But people still die of flu, and there's no direct cure with it. But with this, this is a whole different ballgame, okay? So when we're scared of this, and that's the thing, that we're, we don't know what's on the other side, if there is another side. Correct? Good so far? Yep. Okay. Next one is fear of isolation. And if you watched the sixth video, when I talk about critical thinking, we discussed about social isolation. And this is already a problem before COVID-19. And that is why I do not like social isolation as a phrase it should be physical distancing we can still be connected connected such as what we're doing right now but we are just physically distant if we have to but we can still make these connections with other people if need be all right another type of fear is self-control or dominance meaning we lose it. And that's why we have this picture of this uh, Marvel character again. Okay? So meaning, we are scared of losing of how we are able to manage ourselves and the likes. And that's why we are incorporating the willpower instinct for us to continue to carry on. Make sense so far? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> So, quick review. We discussed the emotion of fear. All right. The bottom 
trying to work with fear is to go ahead and identify is it reasonable is it realistic and that's why we we discussed scientific method of thinking because we want to think scientifically on how to work with COVID-19 that's what we need to go ahead and do on how to deal with irrational fears now if a person is suffering from phobia that's a whole different story that's a little bit beyond what we're discussing here because people will have phobias of certain things now if we develop phobia out of this then again hopefully before it becomes really really debilitating we need to go ahead and find ways on how to work with this and how to work with this in a safe way in a scientific and critical way okay mm -hmm. and then again if we're worrying about things because we're scared let's have a game plan instead on how we're going to do things and how to have a solid game plan you work with scientists you listen to them and identify how to work with this all right any questions before we move on to journaling Nope. Okay, so we've discussed this in the other session, so we'll skip through that. Journal 11. Oh, I think, wait. Hmm. I have missed this. Why is it self-talk? Where did that go? Okay. All right, so I, I don't think I was able to update the journal here, but what I want to go ahead and discuss regarding the journal today is how are you working with your fears? Identify one fear that you're scared of, and then the next one is how are you actually working on it? Okay? Self-isolation. Self what about self-isolation? You're scared of self-isolation? Yes. Okay. So what do you do or what happens to you when you're scared when you're scared of being isolated? I just I feel kicked out. Huh? I feel kicked out. You feel what? Kicked out. Kicked out? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But how do you work with it? I draw. You draw? Yeah. Okay, that's one way to manage it, right? Sometimes I draw characters, but usually it's just Pokemon. Okay. When I was younger. So you find ways on how to be connected? Yeah, not younger though. It's not what? I'm sorry? And that wasn't when I was younger. That was only two years ago. So. Yes. Well, in essence, that's younger, so, yeah. All right. Well, we'll discuss that a little bit more in the next session, okay? So, for me, in terms of fear or worries, it's obviously with the businesses that we're involved with, but we need to continuously to find a plan on how to work with this situation. And so, when I took that course with Coursera or from Hopkins, from an epidemiologist, then I understood a little bit more of what, contact tracing is, how to deal with it, and work with it, correct? Mm -hmm. All right, 
So for me, in terms of journaling on how to work with fear, that's what it is. Okay, so next is willpower. Okay, what is your I will, I won't, and I want? <laughs> I will, I won't, and I want on anger and fear. Do you remember this with a willpower instinct? Yeah. Okay, so what is your I will, I won't, and I want? For my anger. Or you can think about this, Miko, because this is where the review will come in and wherein you will share. Okay? That's right? Okay. Okay. So for me, in terms of I will, I won't, and I want, specifically for fear, for example, is that I will not be scared of COVID-19 as long as I do what I need to do to be safe and to, be, to make other people around me safe. My I won't for fear. Go ahead. Is I won't. I won't. I won't be scared of COVID nineteen unless I'm licking doorknobs <laughs> or anything else that you're not supposed to be licking. Okay. Yeah. Even lollipop. I'm not so sure if that should be something that you should be licking. <laughs> yeah. It's full of sugar and coloring, right? Okay, so I won't have COVID-19 take control of my life as long as, again, I, I follow what the science says on how to be safe. Okay? And, and then what I want is for all of us to continue to, to proceed with this in a safe way, in a scientific way. And that is why I'm doing this so that we can continuously share and tie all of these things up with our current situation. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay, and then hopefully you get to share yourself a little bit more in the next session. But I'm glad you're answering right now, that's good. Cool? Yep. All right. Growth mindset. So what did you learn about yourself regarding anger and fear? Okay, so start thinking about this now and then we will review this in the next session. And then for me, in terms of anger and fear is that, again, I will always tie it up to our, one of the really, really important sessions of critical thinking, scientific thinking, and metacognition. Is that, because I am not a scientist, but even if I'm not a sci scientist, I can think like them so that I would have a better understanding of something such as, co such as coronavirus and how it impacts us as human beings because all of those are scientific based. How it impacts us mentally, okay? How it impacts, impacts us physically. These are science based, the biology of it, the psychology of it, and so on and so forth, okay? All right, all right, so again, hopefully we get to see you guys on these dates, all right? And other than that, we hope to see you next session. Miko, do you have any questions for me? No. Nope, we're good? All right, yeah. and these are the references that we use, so 
Thank you, everyone, and we will see you next time. Bye.